where, why, or how Yesterday is done, tomorrow might not come I said right now, let's talk now Loud ashtrays Yes, yes, it's Mr. Burnsativa. I don't give a fuck really how it is, and I don't need a co-signer either. Today, I am with Stephen Picallo. If I say anything wrong, Stephen, all you say, pause and correct me, okay? Okay. All right, awesome. That's it. Now we're going to keep going. The man behind <laughs> Music Video Time Machine. I have to have him on because... The discussion I'm having today, I have, I have to have somebody who know who's been there. Well, actually, the magazine is an online magazine. Now, I, if I did my research correctly, the first edition came out on March 30th, 2022. That's correct. Oh hell, see, I'm really even wrong, man. I'm really even wrong, but hey, I'm I'm half human. I'm half human, half man, half amazing. Okay, so now with exclusive, which now, now I read, I, I read an article, and we're gonna touch base on that. Okay, we're gonna touch base on that with exclusive interviews with the artists of them time and the music video directors. Okay, exclusive, and I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna lie, I read the article, and it's gonna come up, it's gonna come up. So. I gotta give a shout out to my people in um, Oslo, Norway. I always say this wrong: Canberra, Australia, um, Jerusalem, Israel, Canadians. Good morning, wherever you write. Still good morning here in the USA. Still good morning. But um, let me start off by reading this man's bio, okay? Because y'all gonna be impressed by it. Stephen Patalo. The man behind this magazine. I, I, I'm going to get into that. I'm going to get into that. Don't worry. I don't want you know email popping up and asking me these stupid ass questions. I'll get there. He wrote his first short story at the age of four. He stapled like, you know, like four pages together, a little booklet. Ingenious, <laughs> ingenious, ingenious. Okay. But the crazy part about it, like, it says three, the three mice. Where the house catches on fire, man. I'm gonna get on that. I'm gonna get on that because that's that's alone a, 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 a topic. A four year old writing about a house getting on fire, man. I got some questions about that. Okay. I'm a, a tape recorder from Radio Shack. I remember the days of Radio Shack. I, I think they're, are they obsolete right now? I don't know, but um. He graduated LSU. Actually, he went there on a academic scholarship. Attended LSU University Manchester School of Journalism. He graduated BA. You know what? Listen, you know me, people. I I I'm I keep it real, and I have to be. This man's bio. I think this was a joke played on me because if I were to read every motherfucking shit he touched, I'd be here for like thirty minutes. So listen, let me tell you something. He's a writer, editor, publicist, a producer. He knows. I, I bet you he knows your grandmama. I kid you not. I kid you not. I'm not fucking around. He knows everybody. You listen, Tony Brad. Listen, he wrote. He wrote pieces on man, political leaders, kids. Let me see. Blah 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 blah. 
You're very uh, kind. You're very kind. He he's listen, man. I'm not even gonna dwell on this shit because he don't want me to toot his horn. Fuck that. He heard this shit countless of times. He's been around this shit. Listen when I tell you, if he was a crime boss, man. <laughs> what the fuck, man? You know those type of people that you go into the you're, you're brand new and you're in a neighborhood and you want to get some pot, right? And there's always that one person who knows everybody. That's him. That's him. I'm not well, lying. He knows thank everybody. you, sir. Uh, I, I appreciate it. I, I try to use my uh, powers for good uh, instead of evil. So I, I, I appreciate the shout out. I really do. No, no, don't worry about it, man. I'm just, I'm just speaking honestly. I mean, just listen. He, um. But anyways, okay, just look his name up, okay? Steven Pitalo, okay? I even spell it for y'all. His last name is P-I-T-A-L-O, okay? And if you look at it, it's, it's going to come up using the time machine, okay? In the golden era. But listen, we're going to get to the question real quick. People, I, I, I'm not being lazy. Matter of fact, I am because I'm fucking high as hell, man. I, already, I was smoking um, mac and cookies. It's called a vape. I don't want a hot box in the, in the office, so... um. Hot box means um whole big dial cloud of smoke. I got an appointment after and I can't be smoking like bud. Fuck no. See, they don't know I'm high. People don't be knowing I'm high. I'm a functional pothead. How about that? Anyways, let's get let's get to his um the first question I have, okay? Bro, what the fuck's up with your body? Like I, <laughs> come on man. Like what the hell? Like what's going on? Like when you read it, are you like, man, yeah, yeah? Do you get like, do you y'all, bro? Is this like, it's like a short novel, like a John <laughs> Saw three hundred page one? You know what I mean? John Saw you three hundred fifty page. Yes, I'm an average reader too. Um, but... You're very kind. You're very kind. I, I've done a lot. I've been very lucky uh, in in my life to be able to do as much things uh, as I I've done. But um, hopefully, I'm get just getting started. You know? Come on, man. Are you just talking shit, really? You getting started? Hey, look, you know, you got to have, uh, you got to look toward the future. Uh, like uh, David Lee Roth says, we look to the future, not to the pasture. Good shit. I like that. I like that. I, I like that. I, okay, now, what's up with that, 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 the story of, you know, the rodent's house burn on? Where can I read that? Because, I want to smoke. I want to smoke a blunt and just read it and just like, what the fuck was he thinking at four years old? I can tell you right now that it's. It, it, I mean, it's not that long. I was four. Mm -hmm. um, I, all I knew is that a story had uh, characters and a plot, and okay. so I had the three mice. Their house burned down. Uh, a fire worm came and put out the fire because he had the fire truck. Okay. The, the end. Oh, okay. But what, so, made, yeah. what made you think of a burning fire on, on a house? Did you have, was it a dream? I think I probably saw it on TV, Got like you. somebody's house burned down or something. And I, I just, you know, like I said, character, plot, that's it. And at the minute, you know, the second that I, I, I mean, I was only four, but I think in my little head, I said, oh, you tell a story. There's somebody and then something happens and that's it. So that's what I did. All right. Okay. Your comic books that you and your brother created, were they dark <laughs> or were they like Jughead? Because if they were like Jughead, I'm going to crack. I'm gonna oh, crack no, 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 no. Uh, 
we did the Black Ghost, which Good is God. a lot like uh, Batman. Okay. And, uh, I, super, I, I like punch. you already. I like yeah, you. Now yeah. I like you. Now I like you. And uh, yeah, it, it it was also coinciding with these these audio cassettes we would get from the bookstore. They right. they used to put out these old radio shows from the 1930s. Right. And yeah, you, and, and, um, now, it was storytelling, right? Yeah. I read it. So how did that work out? Did you have yeah. other people um, doing the voiceovers or that was just, or you was just the mind, the brain behind it, right? Well, what's great about having a brother, uh, it you know, so close to my own age, he was only 20 months younger than me, was that, you know, we we just found stuff to do all the time. And one of the things when we got the Radio Shack uh, tape recorder, we just started doing stuff where we would just talk to each other. And then we figured out, you know, once we heard one of those radio shows, we went, we've got everything we need. Make a radio show right here. And we, you know, we can use different stuff to make sound effects. We can, you know, so we would draw a cartoon and then we would, we would record the show uh, and you know, it was just something to do. My brother's a very creative person too. He uh, he works in the film industry in New Orleans. Oh, okay. Well, listen, I was down in New Orleans, and he, he's badass because I don't care. I'm gonna tell it how it is. I don't give a fuck. Okay, New Orleans is like the armpit, bro. I've been there. Don't like it. You, if you want to go relax, that's not a place to be. No, it's not a place to be. I've been there. My skin is black. I've been in places, and I'm sorry. I, they don't discuss it that much. This is horrible, and I commend your brother. He got big balls to be living in that area. My other question is this. Your pops, your pops. Yeah. What about your pops, the rocket scientist. Oh, yeah. Well, it's funny. He's, he's coming up here. I, I live in Brooklyn now. He's coming up from, uh, from where we grew up. Uh, he's coming up here next week to visit. He's uh, he's going to hit 81 years old next week, and he's still got two jobs because the man cannot stop working. Okay. I, here comes here – I have to ask this question. I just want to know it because did he know Werner von Braun? Did he know who? Werner von Braun. Uh, no, I don't think – I don't believe he knows Werner von Braun. Oh, but, okay, okay. That would be kind of cool though. But – he uh he did work on the the uh shuttle engines uh okay. cooling cooling systems okay so he's he's a legit nasa rocket scientist at one point in his career what political leaders did you write pieces on oh just really like uh small time stuff uh oh, okay yeah it was it, i i uh i grew up in uh, biloxi mississippi and right. i worked i worked for um some of the publications down there uh so it was really just you know small town stuff um as far as uh, political leaders um i would i would say uh in retrospect i would probably just call them local politicians okay okay all right i get it all right all right now now this is uh, this is a method to my madness this is a method to my madness okay let's talk about his pen game that means how good you write, okay? I'm street terminology. <laughs> For some reason, I, I I don't get it. People just the world is, is getting dumber, so they prefer <laughs> to be spoken <laughs> like that. We All agree right. on that. I, I so, <laughs> when you scribe, okay, does it just come to you, or you gotta think about now? Nah, I'm not gonna put that down. Or oh, I should put this there, or it just is like a fountain. 
tell me. That's that's interesting. I don't think anybody's ever asked me that before. Um, when uh, I sit down and I start writing, um, it's all one thing. It's not thinking and it's not creating. Right. It's all one one process. Because I've been doing this for so long, Right. it's like um, when you work out, uh, if you've been working out for 40 years, right. you walk into the gym and you know exactly what you're doing and you do it and that's it. Yep. So now it kind of comes second nature, but it depends on what the format is that I'm, that I'm writing. If I'm writing uh, like a news article or something like that, I, I will take the information and sort of structure it. If it's an idea that I have, generally the first thing I do is I just start doing what's called a vomit draft, right? Just get it all out there. And then right. you edit it out a little bit later. Uh, oh. Okay. But yeah, the 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 ideas so I, that one of the great things about having a, an iPhone, having a smartphone, right. is that anytime you come up with something, you can either record your idea into it or you can write a little note and then right. later. So I have stacks and stacks of of notes and and pieces of ideas that later I take them and I put them together. I mean, that's what happened with music video time machine. I started right. interviewing these music video directors. Right like 10 12 years ago just without right. an exact idea of what i wanted to do i mean i thought it would become a book right. i wasn't sure um and then after a while i realized i have like 90 of these interviews with these guys who created right. music videos right in the 80s and 90s and, and nobody those are, else those are music video directors right yeah, nobody okay. else has it. I don't mean to cut you off. You see? You do you see why I do you have to well I'm this is the reason why I'm speaking to him is because he knows everybody. I want one of y'all people say, hey, let me talk to that music director over there. Man, they ain't gonna know who you are. This man, like I just said, man, <laughs> he's a he, he's an undercover crime boss. Oh, <laughs> well, fucking awesome. I ain't gonna lie, you're fucking awesome. Keep going, but I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. And uh what's great about this this uh magazine that i put out last year is that i'm still getting a lot of buzz from different people who are discovering it and seeing right. that there's there's nowhere else to get this type of behind well, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get there. trust me i could I, I i i like everything about it let me ask you a question has there been a celebrity that was pissed off at a piece you written about them I uh, know, you motherfucker, you non-dancing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'd have to say no. I've I've never had anybody uh, come at me like that, but I have had a few people say that they didn't want to talk to me okay. um, when it came to the music video stuff. And I'm gonna I'm gonna say it right now. Get it out there in the world. Weird Al and Weird Al's people were like, we do not want to talk to you. <sighs> And I was like, I, you know, I can't help but think Weird that's just Weird Al's people. Weird Al Yankovic. Yeah, but Weird Al seems like he's the kind of guy that would be just fine talking about stuff. Right. What a weirdo. You're a weirdo, Al. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, anyway, you know. I'm out of the country. I'm my bad. Keep going. Get, forgive me, because that, that was hilarious. But you just said about Weird Al. I, I wouldn't even think that he would. He's like <laughs> like Carrot Top, you know? Like, you believe Carrot Top would talk to you? <laughs> well, I don't know if this has been your experience, but I think there's three levels of of, of fame and celebrity and and, right. and stardom. And one is when you first get it and you first get that little piece and you you're talking to people and you're like, I'm I'm very I'm thankful. I'm so you know glad to be here. Right. Um, I'm amazed at these people that I'm getting to talk to. And, this. Right. and then there's this next level 
which is they're so desperate to hold on to it that they treat everybody like shit, wow. you know, yeah. and they just let it, it, it's, it, it's this horrible position of, you know, I'm famous, so I should get this and I Entitlement. should get that and I do what I want and I don't care and da, da, da. Wow. And then, then there's the, the next level up, which is I've been around, I've seen it all. Right. I'm, uh, and all that ever works is kindness because uh-huh. in the, in the words of Ozzy Osbourne, do not fuck these people on the way up because you see them all on the way down. This shit. And, and, and who, and you, have you ever spoken to him? Ozzy? Ozzy? No, no, no. That's a, that's a quote from a, a movie he was okay. in, a documentary he was right. in. But I always, I always remember that. And that, I mean, part of my, Somebody asked me not that long ago what my motto is, and uh, my motto is love all, trust a few, do harm to no one. Good job. I like that. Consider that stolen. As we both know, <laughs> as we both know, trust trust a few. Very few. You know why it's funny you said it? Because um, my bubble is small. Very small. I'd rather have four quarters and 100 pennies, okay? That's how I feel about things, you know? If you know my childhood nickname... Then we're close. Then we're close. Check now, the cheese? Yes. <laughs> okay, so what celebrity... Okay, so since we're on that topic right there, so what celebrity that, or artist that you know or a director that had that outlook? They had, they had the, the top top level outlook? Yes, or, yes, yes. Oh, that, that were kind? Uh, I'd have to say, when I spoke to John Landis about right. Thriller... The man talked about Thriller for 40 years and he was still very like kind and very, very nice about talking about all of it and and so uh, enthusiastic about it and was able to talk about uh, some of the stuff that he had not talked about before. I mean, did you know that there's a a Michael Jackson's Thriller in 3D that exists? Stop it. Yeah. Where can we see that shit? Well, that's just it. They created it and then they showed it at the Venice Film Festival and it got great great press and stuff like that but then covid hit right and so they had to kind of shut things down and as we both know from history the jackson family and the jackson estate have never been that sort of play ball with everybody they're right. always watching right. the money they want to know what's going on so right. from what i understand it may see the light of day but don't hold your breath um what what's very interesting about it is that there had n- never been a digital remastering of Thriller before they went in to do the 3D. So any version that you see out there is just an old film version that was transferred to video or something like gotcha. that. Not that good. But if you go on YouTube and you look for Thriller in 3D, there's a there's a trailer, there's a preview. Right. It looks perfect. It's higher resolution than you've ever seen it. It's it's incredible. Thriller- in 3D. In 3D. Yeah. You heard that. Check it out. Yeah. I want to I want to dive a little bit more into your magazine. Okay, so your writing at that. Where ha- has there ever been a time that you've written a piece on somebody and you spoke highly of them, but you really did not think in your mind that they were that? Oh no, I would I wouldn't I wouldn't do I wouldn't do something like that. I, I think if I'm talking to them and I think, you know, this is really not this person's kind of terrible right I, that's i can't even remember a time that that's ever happened because if they go to the trouble to go ahead and talk to me 
they see immediately that I've done my homework. From Bro, and you know what? But I'm not asking a bunch of silly questions. Right. You know, I'm, I'm really, I really got it together. And they always respond to that. You know, you, you come to them with a, a certain amount of respect that you've done your homework about what they're about and what they're doing. Right. You're, you have informed questions that they have not, you know, answered a million times before. Uh, it, it all goes well. So I, I honestly, I don't think I've ever had a, a, a bad experience with some people. Now, I will tell you this. I have had conversations with people and they tell me, you know, some really negative things about their experience or or how they feel about it. I mean, for example, in the magazine, John Oates of Hall and Oates, yes. he hates Love the that. videos. Love he them. hates the music videos. He hates yeah. all of them. And he tells me, you know, what he thinks of these. He he was saying that, you know, he got into this to be a musician, not to be a television star, you know. Oh. And so it was interesting to hear that, you know, Hall & Oates, people forget, they are the top-selling music duo of all time. I love their music. Yeah, they've sold more uh, records than any duo in history, more than than Simon & Garfunkel. They've sold more than anyone. And it's because they're such good pop craftsmen, just such good songwriters, that their shitty videos didn't screw up their career. I, I and now remember what he just said earlier about um his model about being kind to all. Yes. Well, he you you, you I have to say this because if it was, I'm gonna always tell the truth regardless. You know what I mean? Fuck yeah! But you are you do practice what you preach because I read the article with Corey Feldman and the Michael Jackson. Oh. And uh, trust me, I did. And I I think you're a great man. Oh, you know why? You. Because you did not, you did not make him to look out like he was a nut or a conspiracy guy, and I appreciate that. I'm like, you know what? Whoever took, whoever did this interview, he, I like him. If it, if it was Stephen, I like good shit, Stephen, and oh. I and I I truly appreciate that because you know I've seen all the stuff that he been posting all, but you you kept it. Professional, you made him sound well. Of course, the addiction thing. Everybody has that. That's not even a, 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 a flag anymore. He was very kind when I, I when I spoke to him. I, I was I was really impressed that he was willing to be open about you know some of the stuff that he worked on. And and you know I have a very specific set of, yes, of skills that I'm trying to talk to the, you know, that, that I'm trying to do this. And when I'm talking to Corey Feldman and I'm asking him about a music right. video for Michael Damien for, you know, uh, rock on from dream, a little dream. Right. He's probably not going to be asked that, uh, you know, and probably hasn't been for 20 right. or 25 years. So what I try to do is that I try to connect with them on a level of, you, you know, I understand creative process because mm-hmm. i've done sort of this sort of stuff in my in my life too right. and even if the product of what you know what you created and stuff is something that people make fun of you for or people don't like and all right. it doesn't diminish the fact that you're putting out the effort and that's what i respect i mean Corey feldman works hard yeah. that kid he's out on tour right now still right. trying to to you know uh fill rooms to listen to the, the music that he's playing and stuff he's right now the, the last thing i saw he was playing uh songs from the lost boys which he did uh, and he's one of the best soundtracks yeah. ever and he's, yes. he's got the, uh he's got the sax player touring with him ah uh, 
But and I, but and that would make me become a fan of yours. I, I'm not lying about the, the when I, when I read the article, I'm like, good job, man, good job. I see, I it, it was it was it was great, bro. I, and good shit, man. Don't let everybody. Well, you're not gonna change because I can see who you are just by when you're speaking and what you wrote about. You did a good job with that. And, I, and it's very hard to find people these days that actually think of others and think of their creativity of who they are and. That was good shit, man. And I'm gonna always talk about your 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 magazine because just that alone right there was was felt. And I well, I extremely like that, bro. That was well, thank good you, shit. thank you very much. Are you are you a big fan of the 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 printed magazines? Online, you still go get those, or do you do you I, still go buy those? Um, I don't even. This is my first time when I when I was it was brought up to me. I'm like, oh yeah. So I've been. Reading online, I'm not gonna lie, I haven't seen no printed version. I don't even know where that would be at, but I would. No, I meant, I meant like in general, like magazines, stuff like that. Do you still like buy magazines like from the newsstand? Comics, because like my brother's big on comics. comics oh, okay. Comics, but I, I, listen, I, I'm so busy. I, I rather read. I'm the um. Nah, I like a good novel. You know what I mean? Like, um, what's I the last of, one you? Uh, what's the last novel that you uh, that you would recommend? Yeah, everybody's gonna laugh. <laughs> no, no, no. Come on. People like what they like, man. Um Harry Potter, right? Uh, well, the Goblet of Fire was good. Okay. The, that that was a good book. But if I was to recommend a book, uh, fiction or nonfiction. Um, well, what's the last one you read that, that you would say, you know, was okay? Um Crime Partners. It was a, it by a black author. Okay. Um, uh, a pimp, <laughs> a pimp, uh, recruits this young girl, and instead of having sex with her, he puts her to like training, fighting school, and all that. And wow, not, that sounds like a good movie, man. She, she's the so she's the um the big boss when it comes to the other other women that he recruits as the prostitutes. And his name was Sunny. Her name was Cookie, and oh, she was wow. just deadly with her hands. And there was a crime, just crime partner. Now, have you, uh, have you read uh, "Pimp" by Iceberg Slim? Of course, in Christmas Tree. Okay. Christmas okay. Tree. You know, I, I read it. If I know who Christmas Tree is. <laughs> okay. Okay, because I I had heard about it, you know, from uh, you know Ice T and people right. like that. But then then I heard the story that Dave Chappelle tells on his special right um and so i was like wow i really got to go back and read this and it was it's really really insightful and really incredible and and yeah. probably now in my in my top 20 yeah. uh, of books i'm i'm uh, i'm a big fan of fear and loathing in las vegas by uh hunter thompson okay okay and, um so th- i'm a big are... Anne rice fan Really? Did now have you started watching the Mayfair Witches? This new, I uh... haven't seen it. Uh, no, okay. See, I read all her books: Tell the Body Thief, um, The Vampire Stad. Okay. Um, okay. Oh, just some. Oh, what's the which, which one was um with the one that had the Shroud of Turin on it? I forgot what the book that um what's what's um story that one was. I'm not sure. Is it that's not Village of the Damned, right? No, it was about when um Lestat went up to heaven and they kicked him out of heaven. He was upset. 
Oh, you know what? My wife would know this. She's a big, <laughs> big Anne Rice fan. But we started watching uh, Mayfair Witches because we watched the okay. with the vampire TV right. thing that they did. Right. And and I mean, I don't know if you watched it, but it, it's there's a, they change a lot of the stuff. But right. you know, I, I'm I'm I am in favor of taking uh, established stuff and right. then changing it when you change the medium that you're doing it in because you know people are like well it needs to be faithful to the book i like the book already exists you know i never saw it that way i never i never saw that okay yeah that's right i don't mean to cut you off on this one i know you're a big music lover oh yeah what's your well i know your your favorite must be rock and roll right uh yeah, a lot, a lot of rock and roll, a lot of uh, tell me R and B dance from when I grew up. A lot of do you oldies. know how to dance? You know how to dance? Do I know how to dance? Are you yeah. can? I'm doing the pop and lock right now. Oh hell, I don't <laughs> believe him. Uh, <laughs> well, man, in the in the music video Time Machine magazine, I interviewed Shabadoo. Oh, and it was only six months before he passed away. Oh, so. Uh, it was incredible. He talked about breaking. He talked about being in uh, I Feel For You, right. the Shaka Khan video. Yeah. I Feel For You. Yeah. So it, it, was, it was fascinating. Um, he is the godfather of street dance, that's for sure. So who if people want to your... read that interview, they can go to the music video Time Machine magazine, too. Who was your favorite artist back then? Who was my favorite artist in the 80s? Yeah, that's wow. my favorite era. I love the 80s music. Well, I, I had a few that I listened to a lot. Um, right. I listened to ZZ Top a whole lot. Okay. Um, and oh, what's interesting is that when I was in junior high and I would go to uh, dances and, and all I ever heard was uh, African-American artists. I heard okay. no white music whatsoever when I was at these dances. So... I came up on Midnight Star and New Edition and right. the, Gap, the Gap Band. I'm a huge Gap Band Charlie Wilson fan. Gotcha. I have been forever. Mm -hmm. um, so I was listening to a lot of that when it, it came to dances. I mean, you know, we're listening to, uh, you know, a little bit of Cool in the Gang here and there, right. too. Pointer Sisters and a lot of Prince. A whole lot of Prince. Uh -huh. I, I, that would probably, he's probably my, my favorite artist, uh, and it and definitely the best concert I ever I've ever seen in my life. It, it was 2004. It was the Musicology tour. He played all the hits. He hit, did three encores. It was incredible. What is your if you had to choose? Okay, what is your theme music? My theme music. Yep. Superfly. Really? No. <laughs> <laughs> Like a fifty-four-year-old white man could get away with Superfly as my. You know, I don't theme. know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I'm listening. I, I, you gotta give me a theme song. All right. Um, wow. What would be my theme song? Um, hmm. Probably "Rock the Casbah." Really? By, by the Clash. Yeah. Mine is "Bad to the Bone" because it's rocking, but it's funky. So, I'll keep it. Mine's bad to the bone. George Thurgood, are you kidding me? That's my bad to the bone. Every time I walk in the place, it's in my mind. I don't understand why nobody's dancing because I'm dancing. Nice. Well, look, man, you look up that music video. You got Bo Diddley in that one. So, not that many people know who I might. 
Yeah, see, I'm a big, big that era. Like, and I'm, I, I, that's why I'm glad I'm interviewing you because just who, just to talk about that that time and just to hear you mention names, I'm like, oh, I remember that song. Oh, I remember what I was doing at this time. Oh yeah, man. I, I mean, that. I, I love George Thurgood. When I was in college, I got that live album. I probably played that cassette in my in my car every day. Um, his his versions of like. Chuck Berry, Berry's Reeling and Rockin', um, Madison Blues, uh, you know, I mean, he was even a, a, an MTV guy. He, uh, you know, the music video for I Drink Alone, that was huge. That's a massive song. And I remember, when, no, MTV, we watched it a lot, okay, before they, had, before they should just change their name, okay, because it's not MTV anymore, not what I grew up with. No, me either. BH1 was the one that had less commercials in it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and I remember like the MTV rap. Now, MTV is just change your name. Oh, I got one for you. Let me ask you real quick before okay. it leaves my mind. I'm a pothead, bro. I, I, I'm, I don't know how I remember this shit I remember at this time, but. Af- what... Afro Man? <laughs> <laughs> what is, who is your favorite artist right now in this time? Who is my favorite artist right now? Wow. Well, I I tend to listen to a lot of music from a long ago, but lately I've been listening to uh, a new uh, a new uh, band called High Viz. H i g h v i s. High Viz. Say it again. One more time. High Viz. Spell it. H uh, i g h and then the second word is viz, B-I-S. Okay. They're from England. They've got kind of a oasis type sound, um, but it's a little more fierce than that. It's a little, right. a little more, uh, a little more angry, um, but just a great, great, great sound. Um, besides that, uh, you know, still, uh, I got a, a favorite Cajun punk band out of right. louisiana called dash rip rock their new right. their new album cow punk is about to come out so i can't wait to hear that um so yeah it, a lot a lot of what i end up doing is listening to the latest release from bands right. that i've always enjoyed right but if somebody turns me on to something that says hey you should listen to this i think uh, i think this is great oh sturgill simpson is a is a, a really good artist uh who's been doing some interesting stuff lately um and i mean i'm not the only one to think that he's you know he was on a musical guest on saturday night live right not that long ago um always interested in what lizzo's doing next uh, okay now we're getting into why you're on the show okay oh no now we're getting into it so my favorite right now i like Haley knox her awkward acoustics was Fucking brilliant. Okay. Haley Knox. H-A-I-L-E-Y-K-N-O-X. Her awkward acoustics was great. And she's a great writer, a great artist, okay? Now, why are you here? So, um, I look at the mainstream music and it's, oh, so depressing. Like, I, I my, my whole... My whole um, mu- music tracks that I have is all from the early 90s and 80s into like the, se- the mid 70s, okay? Because I cannot listen to the crap now. I, and the, like, I don't even have radio, okay? It's satellite, say uh, uh, XM. 
I don't want us to know on the radio. I don't want to hear nothing I got to say. But then when I'm on TikTok and Instagram, I'm amazed. I'm like, look at all these non-signed artists. I just, they're, 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 they're. Content, their music is just you. You can hear it like, oh, you don't sound like this person here. Yeah. You don't sound like this person. And then I get on the, I see the the new. Oh well, you see every once in a while, um, an artist that, that's on the mainstream and I go right by it. Boo, boo, well, boo. He, he, yeah. He, here's, I know if I hear one more, one more, uh, song that goes, better to do, do. And it's the same thing all the time. But I'm telling you, what happened was a combination of things. And one of them is is the internet. Um, just because you can put something out there doesn't mean that you should. <laughs> I mean, we used to have some, I mean, and that's a two-sided coin. You should right. have the freedom to to express yourself creatively, and now because of the internet, anybody can put anything out there. Right. Um, but not everybody is talented, so you have this enormous ocean of crap. Yes. And then you have to we you have to kind of it's like needle in a haystack trying to right, pop right. But then you have somebody you know once in a while who pops up who is incredible, like Little Nas X. Who would have thought that Little Nas X was like gonna be this enormous thing until somebody said hey you know he did this thing and it came up on tiktok and it, 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 and it, it he was very un- did you know he was on a maury Povic show no he was on maury yes he was go look it up <laughs> he was on maury before he blew up he was on maury look at the oh, story I, I, i'm not gonna spray him look at the story he was on there i'm like oh, that's that you are not the pop star. <laughs> <laughs> the story was good. It was a good story. Okay, so now, now I have I have to bring this on because okay. growing up, I always just I, I saw so many um it's like the the, the ones who ruled dancing and singing were like in a darker kind of shade. Not like in the eighties. The eighties was just fucking I tell, that's why I tell everybody, the 80s, white people fucking rock. The music was just the shit. Well, here's the thing. Shit. Here's the but, thing that I don't know if you sort of noticed, but what happened with MTV at the very beginning was that they did not have that many videos that they could show. So mm-hmm. anybody who was submitting stuff to them right. had a very, very good chance of being on. Right. So what MTV did was expose as many artists as they could and what ended up happening was this incredibly amazing mm-hmm. almost schizophrenic right level of pop music if you look at the pop charts in 83 84 85 it's this amazing uh genre defying mm-hmm. uh pop chart i mean there's dance there's rock there's yeah. There's, uh, you know, incredible singers. You got yes. your, your rhythmics there, and yes. Houston. You yes. know, you got you got Prince and George Thurman. Morris Day. You know, um, yeah. It, it's it, and what that was all because MTV was where kids were going to find right. this music. Right now, it's it, there's nowhere that's just where they're going. Right, it's everywhere. It's all over the place. And some artists are very, very good at being very 
attentive to their fan base. Yes. There's nobody better than Taylor Swift and Beyonce. There's yes. nobody better that right. when it comes to, I mean, Taylor Swift, she's selling out stadiums in a day. That's, you know, that that's not easy to do. Some people are arguing about, you know, is, is Taylor Swift going to become bigger than Michael Jackson? Is it possible? Because could Michael Jackson have sold out 10 stadiums in a day? I don't know. So, uh, you know, it, we do have a level right now where people can find music. It's just a whole lot harder to find something that's really good and that you really attach yourself to. Yeah. yeah. Like, for instance, I, I, did, I have to give a shout out to rappers that I, and one guy is a white guy, fucking brilliant. Like his music he puts on, like, and I, I like it because he's doing it on his own. I don't know if you heard of him. It's, I don't know how to pronounce these rappers' names, bro. I really don't get it. His name it's, is P P H I X eight oh six. Then there's a one, another female. She's a singer, and I'm, it just like her name. I think is Defia, D A P H Y A. Like, and it, you have to be, and, and I, I listen to all type of rap music and R&B and all, but I like something that, if you say a little, but it's, it says a lot, that's impressive. Oh, yeah. That's impressive right there. And I'm like, oh, okay. If you can paint a picture with very little words, brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. That's what I, and you don't see that now in, 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 in any of the music. Like, I used to be a big, um... Ah, what's that 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 group that came out early? Um, man, um, two live crew. That's who you talking uh, about? No, I was that type of rap. Hell no, that's booty music. Sorry to all y'all booty lovers, but no, that's booty not, by the pool music. We call that cat in a hat rap. Okay. Oh lord, okay. you don't you don't just you anybody can do it. It's cat in a hat rap. Oh, <laughs> um, boy. but um. Yeah, that's one of the things I like about the hip hop genre now right. is that it, there is a lot to be to be heard. Tyler, the creator, is one of the most amazing, yeah, genius level creator right. uh, of of any type of music. Right. So I'm always looking for what Tyler, the creator, is doing, especially music few. videos. Music videos are crazy. Yes. But they're very few, very few. Like, remember that like you were just saying earlier, back in that in the, the golden age, it was just so many. You could go on all night just talking about it, passing the joint around or drinking some beer or wine and talk about, how about this song right here? And they just start singing. And then now you could probably count them on at one hand, maybe. So do you believe that Snoop Dogg is the Bob Marley of today? Fuck no. I <laughs> No, I, and I don't care if you hear this. He's gonna hear this. Fuck no, no. I don't give nobody no credit like that. You gotta be hell no. I don't care. No, he hanged around Martha Stewart. He lost all credit right there. Man. <laughs> the fuck away from me. I don't hear that shit. No, man. Listen, he's I'm gonna a, be real about things, man. He's quite and, the businessman. Nobody on the street. No, hell no. They'll laugh and you no. Know. He's quite a businessman. He's a hustler. He's a hustler. That's it. But listen, when you're at a certain age, I, I seen the last movie he did. 
where it was, I think it was like the was it the vampire shit, and he literally said West Side, bro. When are you gonna fucking stop talking about shit like that? You're not even in the streets there. It's just so sad. Your grandpa, or dad, and you still talking like that? Come on, bro. Don't even do it. That's why I like Ice Cube because he don't do that bullshit anymore. That's why I like Ice T, maybe the lowest paying guy in um, SBU, but still, I watch SBU. I like him down. He ain't spitting and saying shit like that. He's acting his age. Snoop, act your motherfucking age, bro. I don't <laughs> like that shit, man. That's just disgusting. Now, come on. I, I would not interview his ass. Fuck no. You couldn't pay me. I'm going to talk shit to him. Come on. Okay, Snoop I'm played a, the suit. He played the Super Bowl, man. Hell no. I don't care. I don't care. Hell no. I thought, hell no. No, he gonna, listen, man, he get no credit with me, man. He don't get no credit with me. He did have some amazing music videos. Gin and he, Juice. I like Gin name? and Juice. I ain't gonna lie. I like the song. I, but we're not talking about the music. We're talking about him as the person. The song? Yeah, I like the song. Yeah. I like that one. Um, Deep cover? Yeah. 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 But not the person. Nope. 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 Well, I don't know him personally, but you know, not what not what I see. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And you're not. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. No way. Listen, the, your magazine again. I have to point out. I appreciate your magazine, bro. Well, now, and now I know where to go to, and because a lot of my family members, we always we don't listen to the new shit. And I got a big family. <laughs> I got a huge <laughs> family, and we're all. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Tell me about. The, that um music video game show he was on that quiz show. What about? <laughs> That's not fucking fair. That's uh, not fair. You knew you was gonna win. Come on, tell well, the truth, man. Tell the truth. You knew you was gonna win, right? I I knew that. I knew a lot about it. And That's right. That's once right. I started seeing the the ones that they were gonna, maybe I should just explain what it was. I, I basically I was on this show called. Name that video. It's like name that tune. They show you a few seconds of it. That's not fair. Yeah, and they say uh, name the artist and the and the and the song. And uh, I was in this last round that they had the big prize round. They would show a music video, just as much of it as they could, and then you had to name what it was, the artist and the song. And if you got ten of them in sixty seconds, then you won the grand prize. And I'm sorry, there were some easy ones in there. It was No Doubt and Billy Joel and Cindy Lauper and Bruce Springsteen. I mean, it was a lot of stuff I, I just knew automatically. So I, I won. I won a Toyota 4x4 and um, a bunch of records. And Can we find that online or on YouTube? Oh, yeah. I, oh, I, I want to do an Instagram on that one. I'm, I'm going to be beside it. <laughs> just, uh, yeah, well, uh, go to uh, name that video okay, and, hold on. Name and that my video. name. Uh, Stephen Patalo, and th- th- it pops right up. So there it is. Um, but yeah, it was a it was a lot of fun. Uh, I can't believe it was 22 years ago. Um, but here's the best part of that 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 story. Yeah. I, the Toyota four x four was worth about maybe thirty five. Yeah. Thirty five thousand dollars. That's good. I sold it back to the to the dealership. And I paid off my student loan. Yeah, I, I was reading about that. I was reading about that. Man, I said he, he, he's not stupid. He's <laughs> not stupid. <laughs> and let me let me tell you, man, my mom and dad were not happy to hear that all that TV watching was what ended up paying for that college. <laughs> yeah, because your mom was a librarian. 
Yeah, like, yeah, you, you got big. Yeah, oh my goodness, and you, yeah, yeah. I, it didn't come up on the din- dinner table. It didn't come up. Oh well, I, when I won and stuff, of course, I called him and said, "Guess what? <laughs> you was tooting that horn. You was tooting that horn." But here's, here's the thing, too, though. I mean, my 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 parents. I've always been, uh, you know, cheerleaders and, and big fans of the stuff that I that I do. As, as long as I'm doing something that I really love to do and I'm working hard, they uh, they're always bragging about me to 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 anybody who listens. So they're uh, they're oh, good people. You 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 did a lot, man, and you're still doing more. And I'm trying, man. And, and trying. you're and you're a good-hearted man. And, and and I seen it just by the interview with. Did you interview Corey Feldman? Was that you? Yeah. Good shit, bro. Good shit, man. I like you, man. I like okay. man. Read this man's magazine, man. <laughs> I, 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 I'm always talking because it's very few good people in this world, and we need more. Because right now, it's just, it's, it's, yeah, yeah. People like you. It, good job, man. I, 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 I'm speechless. Because good job, man. You. Well, I appreciate I, it. I really do. I really do, man. And and you know, on the email, send me your. Send me your snail mail address, and I will send you a printed copy of the magazine. Stop it. Yeah. I, I, but I you got to sign it, man. You got to sign it. <laughs> sign it. Okay. I'm for okay. real. Don't talk shit, man. You got to sign it. Hey, did you ever meet Michael Jackson? <laughs> no, no I'm, I, I did not. I did, and I did not meet Prince, and I, I did not meet David Bowie, you know, all the people who are dead. Uh, no, I did not meet them. But I was lucky enough uh, to interview a lot of bands. Some of those interviews are in the in the magazine. Uh, Hall and Oates and the Go Go's, uh, Berlin, Howard Jones. Um, so, and also if you if you go on the website musicvideotimemachine.com, I've got some video interviews there of some of these people that you can uh, you can listen to. Uh, Tom Bailey from the Thompson Twins talks about their uh, their Hold Me Now video. You really Hold Me Now? That was like their Good big song. Um, and that's on there too. Music and uh, and also, yeah, this there's, there's another uh, there's another uh, little something on there. There was a band in the '90s called Better Than Ezra. Yeah, they they uh, they had a big song, good. And then one of the next songs they did was a song that uh, I I personally I, I really love it. It's called Rosalia. Right. It, it didn't do that well, but uh, an unknown actress at the time appeared in the video, and. Well, I'll let you go there and, and take a look at it. But she is enormously famous now, far more famous than the song or the uh-huh. band or that band. So uh, he, <clears throat> Kevin, heard- the, the lead singer, told me that, that uh, they did the video and then there was like a party afterwards. Right. And uh, she said, hey, anybody want to go salsa dancing? And he was like, I'll go. And so they uh-huh. went salsa dancing and he uh, he had just has that great story about it. But uh-huh. yeah. I- I heard that Becky Sharp song. Oh, did you like that? Yes, I heard that. The very fast. Like, oh, okay, good shit. Okay, listen, man. I do my homework. I might, I might be a, a burden. I'm a, listen. I smoke so much bud. That ain't even funny, man. Do you? I smoke do a lot. You of smoke bud, the man. weed? Yes, I do. <laughs> I don't care who knows. Out to the judge, I smoke bud. Yes, the fuck I do. And I drive high. Okay, I Whoa. can't function without bud. You know why? It's not alcohol. It's not alcohol. It don't impair me. If I don't smoke, I'm an asshole. Yes, I do, bro. Yeah, I. I. I, it, I think it's gonna be my vice till I die. I'm. A, listen, I'm an avid. I'm an avid gamer. Okay, 
Back like five years ago, I ranked number one worldwide. Nice. On Warframe. On Warframe. Yes. Oh, my my, my friends in the United Kingdom. Hey, Andy. Oh, I got to say hello to my girl. She's, I've been meaning to say hello, Lulu. So I haven't said hello, so she knows that I said, but. Well, I'll tell you, man, I, I, I'll I challenge you to miss Pac-Man anytime, man. But. Listen, listen. <laughs> I will smash you. <laughs> I would smash you, Steven. It'd have been so great. You coming on my show, brother? Anything I can help you out with your magazine? Because I'm a big fan, man. Well, I appreciate it, man. I, I'd love big... to. I'd love to come on again sometime. Yes, man. I, listen, I'll send. I'll email you. You my address and all. But anything you wanna you want me to speak about your magazine, I'm here, bro. Because your magazine is the shit, man. And I love that era. I like how you interview people. You're a good man. So if anything okay. I could do to help a good person, I am there. I am there. Any person you want to give a shout out to? I'm a listen. Everybody, I got a lot of fans around the world. Oh man, well let, let me uh, give a shout out to to my crew. Uh, it, it's a a group of people been been you know ride ride or die with me since uh, high school. Oh hell. So uh, those folks, uh, all my boys down in New Orleans, uh, and you know the wife, uh, the son, the kids, um, all my my homies uh, who are keeping it real. Homie. That Biloxi, he's a homie. <laughs> I know, I know. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, it's like, hey guys, want to come over and watch my VHS of Hanging with the Homeboys? <laughs> ah, wait, let me. I have to end you with that because that you, you listen, man. You're a good guy. This is Mr. Burns, Mr. Burns, Mr. Burns. I cheer myself on. I don't need you, bitch. <laughs>